0: Yo, sit back, relax for your edumacation
1: Hakuna and Orifice are the new sensation
0: Saying dumb shit and talking queer media Famous
1: on Tyler Perry's social media
0: Just a couple of gem girls and we say what we please
1: Welcome to our world, the immortal frenemies
0: Welcome, witches, to yet another gathering of our cunty coven, our cannibalistic cabal, our devilish duopoly, because, you know, as we all know, literally no one is listening aside from us. No one. Yeah. Uh, That is the Gem Girls, nay, Immortal Frenemies, aka whatever our name is this week, the sometimes weekly and sometimes not podcast, (laughs) where we talk about silly TV shows with a predominantly female cast. And nowadays, that means the 90s witch classic, Charmed. I am Hakuna Matidis. And I am Orphus Jones. And it's Morphin' Time today.
1: I really wanted to say that. Do you know what that is referenced to? No. It's morphing Time? No. Wow. Uh, Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, I never watched that.
1: What were you doing in the 90s?
0: I was watching Maury and Jerry Springer. Rest in peace. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: too heavy for the intro. Let's get through this. Kind
0: of <laughs> Anyways, okay. it's morphing time today
1: because we are talking about Charmed. <laughs> the power of episode three will set you th- free or simply episode three uh you know, yeah yeah know. it's just uh, well, it's just <laughs> episode <laughs> titled thank you for not morphing which is something i whisper to my penis every time i walk through the men's underwear section at winners i don't know what it is about winners <laughs> on men's underwear section it's always a pretty good gallery um and i do have to say thank you because it's truly a rarity this like little uh, little attachment piece i have going on is
0: like morphs at the slightest breeze what? Okay, we need to talk about um, what it is about the winner's men's underwear section in it's, particular. Listen, okay.
1: It's a lot of things. Be- I think for me and a lot of, like, fucking homosexuals out in the world, some of the only time you saw, like, hot men in underwear was when you went to, like, the underwear section at, like, a department store.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: and... Winners, I just happen to go to a lot because my mom fucking loves winners. So, fucking men's underwear section at Winners, it's a time. And it still is a time.
0: You mean on those, like, packages of underwear? Yeah! Yeah, okay. It's
1: a good... It's like, you got some eye candy.
0: Okay, I was thinking you meant, you know, how um, male, like, lower body or male torso mannequins have a lot of padding in that region? What? Like...
1: (laughs) How they're stuffing the mannequins to get them big. Yeah, boxes.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in, in uh, Whoopi Goldberg's How Stella Got Our Groove Back.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course. Are we all thinking <laughs> that? Whoopi Goldberg's? Even though the biggest thing her character did was die? And God
0: is here. Or yeah, and I,
1: <laughs> I forgot she said that one thing about Jamaica. <laughs>
0: The movie was not as good as it could have been. Oh
1: no, zero percent. And it's weird how it's like kind of like it's still part of the cultural lexicon to a degree. I was watching a Community yeah. episode, which is technically like ten years old at this point, but they reference it.
0: Of course, because like even though it's too long, the premise is you know it's kind of iconic, and it's called "How Stella Got Her Groove Back." That's a yeah. great ta- That's a great title.
1: It's a really good title, and without it, we would never have. <laughs> Bless the world with how Stella got her groove, Scott Bakula. <laughs> I'll never get over that. I'll I know. literally. I think it's, like, the funniest thing in the world.
0: I also miss Sandy Fries. I was re-listening to one of our uh, podcast episodes. I think it was To Alone Again, which is a really good episode of oh, ours, not gosh. gonna lie. Oh, like, God. we were... Yeah, we did a good job. I was high on <laughs> shrooms and full of nonsense, obviously. Right. And we talked so much about eyeballs. But anyway, I think Sandy Fries wrote that one. Oh. So it's the Sandy and, Fries situation. Right. And, like, yes, I will have sand in my fries. Exactly.
1: Like, <laughs> if I'm ordering fries, I'm getting them sandy.
0: I think mean, that's, like, one of my favorite things you've ever said. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I want to go back to your conversation about how you can't keep your appendage from morphing, and I understand that this is the burden of living with three times the slime. Of course. Not I that mean... I personally get it, but you've talked about it so much, I feel like I'm intimately um, acquainted with your dick slime. So. Um,
1: listen, I want the world to be, so I'm making progress. <laughs> Right? Do you want to like impregnate people? Like, no, do you want to spread I your just seed? No, want... no, 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 no. I, I'm not that vain that I'm going for procreation. I just mm-hmm. think, you know, everyone deserves a little slime. <laughs> I'm just a, a little, little sludge, you know.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: That's far too much. <laughs> slime Princess is gonna be like my new like tribe on <laughs> Grinder. You know what those are? That's
0: like the, your little like no. category. I'm gonna go slime princess. Slime princess? Like you mean as in your categories would be uh, like twink or bear or something? Exactly, exactly. So you can do like that's what they call tribes on Grinder.
1: Yeah, you would have twink, bear, otter, slime princess. What is your tribe
0: now? If uh, you don't I don't think anything. I have anything listed. Yeah. I
1: defy category think, very much
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. except slime princess Except, no, no, that no, no, one no, no. Just...
1: I can be categorized because it's I'm the only person in that category I am the only
0: slime princess I mean hot what if you start a trend and then everyone starts like trying to embody that well one they would all be complicit in
1: my own um because slime princess is really an adventure time uh reference there is a slime princess in it
0: wow Um, and she's
1: like somehow there's like four you know powerful cardinal beings in the adventure time universe and they either have ice fire candy or slime
0: kind of powers wow that's wow there's so much to talk about there but unfortunately we're talking about (laughs) yeah we're talking about chong or something Um, (laughs) So yeah. anyway, 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 the morph phenomenal morph phenomenal episode, dude, you haven't watched Power Rangers.
1: So you don't even get it. Get out of here.
0: No, I I haven't. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, this morph phenomenal <laughs> episode of Charmed originally aired on October 21st, 1998. So close to Halloween. So close. Um, and it's described by I am dumb bitch or IMDb if you're professional. Right. As the one where the sister's father returns after a 20-year absence, and evil neighbors who can change shape set out to steal the Book of Shadows.
1: Uh, yeah, it's also the one where their dad is acting way more like a daddy, and it's generally just very, very creepy. Uh, oh, their dad sucks. Dude, their dad's so weird. And then also the white, white people neighbors. Um, particularly, I think they really did the woman the dirtiest. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe because hashtag misogyny. Anyways, yes, we'll get there. So um, my misogyny is your misogyny, our misogyny, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Who misogyny? Your misogyny. Yeah, yeah, my misogyny. Uh, <laughs> so the opening to the episode is the gals are going to a party, and it seems to be yes. a house party. It seems to be a housewarming house party, and yes. obviously Prue is being the worst about it and doesn't want to go. She just she wants doesn't want to go.
0: Yeah, her and her, like, crooked-ass face Mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. like, I cannot be here right now because everyone will see how crooked my face is. Exactly.
1: (laughs) It's only (laughs) under a blinding sun can you not see the crook in my face. Under the cover
0: of (laughs) night, too crooked. Right. Um, So, at one point... um, is there a dog with no, the yellow be, listen, eyeball listen,
1: listen, moment? Listen, listen, listen. We're we're not <laughs> at a dog yet, because we meet some people at this party. We meet the people uh-huh. who are moving in, who is like this stoner couple. Uh, one's yes. name is Cinda with a C Y, which is kind of cool. Fuck is Cinda? Like, who are you, lady? Your name is Cinda. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely a demon. Exactly. Um and then Randy, or Andy, is there. I keep calling him Randy. His name is Andy. Uh, Inspector Trudeau is also at the party. And we learned that this is mostly a ruse seemingly put on by Phoebe to get her,
0: to get Prue and Andy to, like, I don't know, talk or something. Right. Andy is fucking everywhere. It's, like, too creepy a little bit. Like, oh, look who it is, Andy. Yeah, He gives stalker vibes at times. He really does. He
1: really does. And so Prue (laughs) kind of addresses this thing where she's like... Witch and cop
0: don't mix. Why do you think that is? Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know why witches and cops don't mix. Maybe they're a match made in heaven for all I know.
1: Yeah, it was just like one of those things where it's was like, is there like a subtle commentary going on here? Because, you know, witches embody the matriarchy. Yes. police are pure patriarchy.
0: So like, right, they don't mix. Yeah. They're like, yeah. The army of the... Fascist daddy state. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I imagine it's a little bit like, you know, witches is witches are cool, cops suck, so they, they don't they don't mix. Um Right. Um and then we so, also get this moment between Andy and Prue where I think like Prue lets her or him know that like she taught like she knows sports and it's one of those like, Oh, Prue's not like all the other girls.
0: Yeah, but also she doesn't even really say anything. He's like, hey, do you want to go to a Warriors game? I have extra tickets. And she's like, she knows it's basketball.
1: Yeah, she knows
0: it's basketball. She's, she's like, t- oh, they choked last year like with the Lakers. Uh, and it's like, okay, that's not that impressive. You know it's basketball. You've watched a game. It's
1: true. It's very generic information that she just kind of says. But, like,
0: listen, this guy... White said hook, line, and sinker. I mean, he would do anything to find any evidence that they're meant to be. Exactly. He is an inspector,
1: which Prue does point out. Because she calls him, someone calls him a cop, and he's. she's like, inspector. And I was like, what's the difference?
0: Yeah, well, please tell me. Yeah, he inspects exactly. things? Yeah, as a cop? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Prue is like, maybe, maybe I can make it. I don't know. I have to check my my calendar or something yeah, because I might have a thing. This, yeah, you were leaving this party to go to bed. You have nothing else going on. Anyway, so Prue gets home and the door is unlocked. And yeah, The door isn't this... even
1: unlocked. I think the door is open.
0: Okay, the door is open.
1: Which, listen, in this moment, I said to myself, I would not fucking get in that house. Are you kidding me?
0: Well, I just feel like if you're a witch and you know that people, like demons, sorry people, demons or, uh, you know... Creatures from the Underworld are after you at all times. I would approach with caution.
1: Exactly. And, like, listen, it is episode three, so maybe she isn't quite aware of how danger-filled her life is. But she also seems to be getting Phoebe shit about it all the time. Uh, And I just would not get into that house. Maybe as someone who has watched Scream 2 too many times, it's just when a frat party is going on and you're a sole person in a house by yourself, you're probably going to get murdered.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but there's a Rottweiler there with, uh, this is a Rottweiler that was having that eyeball, eyeball moment, moment Very with the yellow eyes. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a yeah. lot. Um, this I dog like, is like
1: barking and basically shoes her out of her own house.
0: Right. And later on, Prue of fucking course blames Phoebe for leaving the door open.
1: Yeah, she's like, oh, the, the dog must have, this obviously evil dog must have just walked in
0: because he left the door open. Uh, <laughs> right. But, like, again, if you're a fucking witch, I would assume this dog is not really a dog. Obviously. Like, this do- that was not some normal dog behavior. No, like, oh, a dog, like, opened the door handle with his human hands, and, yeah, no. Exactly, which Phoebe does point out. Um, also,
1: why didn't Prue just, like, I don't know, throw that dog with her mind? <laughs>
0: You know, I get it. It's a dog, and like you don't want to hurt a dog, but it's also in your house. But is it's Prue able to really control it yet?
1: I mean, a little debatable. As as we have seen this episode, she obviously has an outburst, but she does move things with intent.
0: That's true.
1: Like she moves the book at one point, and like the elevator in that first episode. Uh, I, I think she could do it.
0: And she did have that eyeball off with the uh... <laughs> <What's>
1: that again <laughs> the iconic eyeball off with Zavno was his name. But yeah. It was it was just pure eyeball energy going at it. That's all they had going. They were just staring at each other like real hard. <laughs> and Bruce eyeballs came out on top. That crook. Yeah, her eyeballs. It's the crook. Yeah, the, it's like it's a it's a it's a it's a stare that's a little off kilter. It's a skew. So you're like, whoa, it's skewering me. It's a skewer.
0: Yeah. They have, like, they can compensate for the other's weakness because they're so different. Like, they have their their strengths that are different. Their
1: difference is their strength.
0: Yes. Perfect. Perfectly put. Um,
1: (laughs) We have not heard the last of Shannon Doherty's eyes on this podcast. No, sir. No.
0: Um, (laughs) I mean, this is the lord of eyeballs work here. Exactly.
1: And we are merely um, excavators of his message.
0: Right. So, cut to the next day or some other time. We're at Buckle. In the near distant future. We're at the auction house. Right. And Prue's working and some white dude, basically, creepy white dude, yeah, uh, cool. wants his ring of praise, saying it's a family heirloom. And, yeah, like I said, this guy is creepy as hell. He's going on about how it protects against spells and evil spirits. Um, how the stones are set in twos representing duality. And... Prue, at this point, realizes that uh, he is, in fact, their father. Which
1: is, like, it was such a weird transition, a little bit, because, yeah, like, you have this, like, little bit where Prue is kind of discovering more about this little ring, and I think she, like, puts two and two together that it was a wedding band, and then says, like, wait, are you my father? Or, like, you're my father? And I don't know, it just, it was one of those... You don't know what your dad looks like,
0: right? And like from the flashback, it seemed as if she was maybe seven, right? Or so something. this
1: was as I was watching um, the podcast with my live-in Mexican. I uh, he passed. He's like, "What are the age ranges of everybody?" And I couldn't necessarily answer at the beginning of the episode, but I could by the end of the episode because they give a lot of dates. Uh, and I'll, like, point them out when they come through the episode, but I'm pretty sure Prue is, like, 28, maybe 27. Piper is... Oh, yeah, Piper is 24, and Phoebe is 21, because she's barely legal, as we Mm -hmm. learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And he's been gone 20 years, so Prue would have been 20
0: left. Okay, got it. Um, so yeah, that guy has been gone for a long time, and honestly, even though the episode ends the way it does, I still don't know what his fucking deal is, but anyway, apparently he's, what were you gonna say? No, just like, super weird. It was like, the, it, I
1: didn't really, like, I, obviously I know some of the marks they're trying to hit in the episode, because they were trying to frame Victor, as we learned his name is, uh. As, like, a villain. Because they're like, maybe he is, like, an evil villain. da na 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 And we learn at the end that his intentions are generally okay. But. He's still a deadbeat dad. Yeah, such a deadbeat dad. It's just. The, yeah. The the actions that he takes to cast him in a more, like, in a better light never really undoes the fact, like, yo, dude, it's been 20 years. And yeah. some of the other shit. And it's. Yeah. I don't know. It, maybe. I don't. Tr- I truly don't remember if we get a little bit more explanations in that I think the grandmother kind of more explicitly says later on that, like, she kept the kids away from him. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's me creating my own headcanon or remembering something for realsies.
0: Well, he does say that after their mother died, um, he he tried to protect them from witchcraft. He didn't want them to become witches, whereas... um, the grandmother wanted them to.
1: Right. Um, I do give some room for him not wanting his daughters to go into, like, witchcraft, only because, <laughs> only because that's how his wife died. Right.
0: Well, we don't actually um, know, we
1: don't know that yet. I'm, well, I, I'm pretty, I'm almost positive that's what happens, but they're mm-hmm. in, in the, you know, in the series continuity at this point, we don't know. Um, so I give him a little bit of room with my future knowledge. But also, just not, like, appearing for 20 years is, like, kind of inexcusable.
0: Yeah, it's pathetic. And, um, basically, so this guy is rich now. Right. He invites the girls to his, uh, hotel, the Bowmark, to have a talk. Um, obviously, like, Prue is hella suspicious because he suddenly shows up right after they find out they're witches. Right. So he could just three. be a demon. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, um, but Piper and Phoebe are more willing to get to know him because they were so little when he left that they have no memory of him. So they kind of like want to get to know him. Right.
1: Um, as it is in most cases when there's a disagreement between the sisters, Prue is taking one side, Phoebe's taking another side, and
0: Piper's kind of playing the middle field.
1: But in this one, she yeah. is a little bit more Phoebe, Team Phoebe.
0: Yeah, so, before they're even supposed to meet for dinner on the Friday, I think? Or Dude, the, I don't know what Yeah, the Friday. Whatever. They said Friday. Yeah. She's supposed to go on a date with Andy on Saturday, but uh, the thing with the dad is on Friday. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Phoebe- no,
1: before any of that happens, we have to address Phoebe going to see her father getting a massage. Uh, right. Because Phoebe, I don't know, takes it upon herself to go see her dad, you know, one-on-one before this dinner. And it's a really weird scene, dude, because he's getting a massage and then he's, like, maybe nude, putting on a robe. Like, and then Phoebe says she's barely 21. I don't know. It was gross.
0: Yeah. I don't get good vibes from this guy at all. He's like, yeah, come over at this time. And knowing she's coming over, he's half naked, getting massage. Yeah. Anyway, that's some, like, Jeffrey Epstein shit. Exactly, some Jepstein shit. Uh, But uh,
1: Phoebe does have a premonition when they hug goodbye. And I thought it was literally ambiguous as to whether it was, like, good
0: or bad. Yes. Right. I felt that it wasn't clear at all. Like, we see the dad's face kind of evil-like, and then we see the symbol that's on the Book of Shadows. Right, 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 right. But I didn't immediately recognize that as the Book of Shadows. I was just like, oh, that symbol. Um... Anyway, so yeah, her vision was pretty ambiguous, which I think all of her visions are. They do keep like they do keep it ambiguous, you know. And that's so Raven. <laughs> Whoa,
1: that was truly brilliant.
0: <laughs> honestly, because I get it, so Raven. That's so Raven. Exactly. I honestly
1: <laughs> <laughs> like truly in the most Raven. That's like the most Raven.
0: Right. Um, You know what? I would watch that show again. Although I feel like Raven and company are probably insufferable.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I think, like, doing it, like, as a beat-by-beat kind of, like, walkthrough might be not good.
0: (laughs) Also, I think the guy, Corey, the little brother, like is a pedophile or a drug addict or a rapist. I don't know. Oh, one wow. of the okay. three.
1: All three maybe? Yeah,
0: he's fallen on hard times. Aww. I used to love Cory in the house. Yeah, Cory was cute.
1: Yeah.
0: Um anyway, that's probably the hardest part about being a child star. You start as like this chubby little boy and then you grow up into like this, you know, fat man who no one finds cute anymore.
1: Whoa! Devastating <laughs> Jeez <laughs> I thought it was, like, get I mean, involved with drugs or something.
0: It's like, no, you become an unattractive, <laughs> sexless being. No, I mean in the sense that, like, the the thing that makes you cute as a kid will not necessarily make you, like, attractive to the viewer as an adult. Like, think Macaulay Culkin. Right, 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 Although right. Although he had other problems. Yeah, he had a lot of other uh,
1: problems. Um, <laughs> as a former fat kid, I get it. Uh, there came a point in my life where I was like, oh... If I, uh, you know, want to have sex with people that I find attractive, I should probably like lose a bunch of
0: weight. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do that to get laid. You got to do. What you you gotta got do to do something. You got to. Yeah. You got to yeah. put the effort in. Yeah, for sure. So, um basically, after having this premonition, Phoebe is kind of shook and storms out. And. Then we cut to the scene of this mailman approaching the manor. Right. And his finger turns into a key, which was like... Morphs up. (laughs) Yeah, morphs um, into the shape of a key and breaks into their house and tries to steal the Book of Shadows, but the Book of Shadows won't let him.
1: So, a little bit of a point of continuity. I did, like, the least amount of research for this. Um, One fun fact is that the dad... The actor who plays the dad is played by another actor after this episode, which is great because it was a—he's a terrible actor. Um, but and in future episodes, evil beings can't touch the Book of Shadows at all, like only under special mm. circumstances. And in this instance, the guy gets all the way to the front door
0: threshold before the book is like, not today. Well, it probably makes sense, because if they were able to open the Book of Shadows, I feel like they would be able to, I don't know, counteract some of the spells in there, Right? No, like no, no exactly. it up.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, they shouldn't have the Book of Shadows, I agree.
0: Yeah, anyway, so this is all happening. And um, Prue comes back just in the Nickelback of Time. Right. And this creepy mailman dude shapeshifts into Andy. Um, And he's just like, "Oh, hey, your door was open." I'd be like, "Andy, get the fuck out of! What are you doing in my house?" I would never talk to this man again if he just walked into my house. Personally,
1: oh, of course. And then new guy from across the street just shows up,
0: right? And and also, suspicious. (laughs) Yeah, she like she knocks on the door allegedly just to say hi. Right, and and it's like, immediately When she sees Prue, which is so suspicious.
1: Uh, super suspicious. Also, I do give Cinda some cred. She looks a lot better with her hair down than her hair up. In the first scene, we see her with her hair up, and I was like, Cinda, what's going on here? But with her hair down, I was like, oh, okay, Cinda, what's going on here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was not paying Cinda enough (laughs) mind. Listen, um...
1: Uh, I'm just Cinda fully Asian, you know?
0: <laughs> the reference to a McGill cafeteria <laughs> restaurant yeah, that no one needed. Exactly. Of uh, 10 sure years deformed. ago.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Simply Asian changed a while ago. It changed in like 2014. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure it's changed since then as Quesada. Well. Yeah. Um... Good times. I kind of like sinful Dude, Asian, Sinfully Asian. Dude, Sinfully Asian was
1: great. It was just like, why is it sinful?
0: Because <laughs> it's so
1: good. You're right. It was very good. It was almost too good. Yeah. It was Sinfully Asian.
0: <laughs> sinfully Asian. I just... Anyway. <laughs> I
1: want that to be an Asian drag queen's name, you know? I want, like, just someone to be called Sinfully Asian.
0: There, yeah, that would be good. pretty good. There was a time... Yeah. But, I mean... <laughs> Sinfully, whose first name as a drag queen would be an adverb?
1: Well, you could be your first name could be sin. Your middle name could be f- full. <laughs> Stop. Have an E, just like an E dot, and then Asian is your last name.
0: <laughs> That's literally Sin the worst full thing. E, Asian. That's horrible, Michael. <laughs> Listen, I'm workshopping it. It's going to be great. There was a period of time where I, like, couldn't remember if it was sinfully Asian or sensually Asian.
1: <laughs> Definitely sensually Asian. i just
0: call it sensually Asian sometimes. Uh, uh, yeah, essentially, good times.
1: essentially Asian would also be pretty good. Essentially yeah, Asian. Oh, it's essentially yeah, it's Asian. like, it's
0: not really Asian, but it's essentially Asian. Yeah, and Asian. it's, like, sometimes a little sinful about it, you know? Right. <laughs> Um, so, anyway. Yeah. Um, and at some want, point, like, the sisters are convening and listing all the weird shit that's happening. Right, they, like, kind of catch recently. on that
1: someone is o- after the B.O.S., which is what I will be talk- calling the Book of Shadows.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think it took them a little too long, yeah. but that's okay. So. We got there. <laughs> they
1: got there, and that is, like, a running theme throughout the series. I, I give them a little bit of leeway in these first few episodes because, like, these are all new circumstances to them. But the amount of times that someone either impersonates one of the sisters or possesses their body or reshapes their likeness or something, and the other sisters are like, oh, you're acting so strange, and da na na It's like, <laughs> after the 80th time, you should probably have, like, a plan
0: in place. Right. Right, yeah, they should catch on much quicker, Way quicker. at that point. Because these bitches are going to get killed if they're not careful. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, they go to dinner with their dad, right? except Prue stays home. And Piper and Phoebe, you know, ask him reasonably why he wants to see them now. Right. A question that he deflects. Soup's deflected. And... Phoebe and Piper kind of let him get away with it, right? Yeah, they don't grill him on that further. Like, I, I can't even Piper, remember how he deflect. Yeah,
1: yeah. I thought Piper was going to step up a little bit and really dig into him, but she does not.
0: No, I think they're just desperate for a daddy. Like, listen, everyone, everyone's got daddy issues,
1: and if you haven't, if you've ever seen your father before, but you know he exists
0: over the course of twenty years, you're probably going to have some weird baggage. Um, you know. Could Desperate for a Daddy be my tribe on Grinder? Oh, a Or is defab, that just defab? something I... <laughs> yeah.
1: Desperate for a Daddy? De- defab, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be. Why not?
0: Why not? Anyway. In the meantime, Prude is confiding in Andy Whoa, about all Before the weird we
1: stuff. get to Prune Andy... Can I, we address that Prue is literally warming up broccoli in the microwave? Like <laughs> yeah. what we're assuming is, like, dinner or something? What I is know, going on with that face? What's happening?
0: Yeah, that's a lot of... It's not even that much broccoli, but it just looks like... St- you're microwaving steamed broccoli. Like, you're microwaving what was once cold steamed broccoli. Yeah. Or, with no sauce or anything for dinner. It was
1: dark. I didn't enjoy it. Um... And yeah, so Andy arrives, but it's not.
0: No, no, this is the real Andy. Um, yeah, it's Andy. the real Andy this Andy, time. Not Randy. I said Andy. Right, I said Andy. I, you said Andy. I, I said Randy. Think I might have said Randy. Okay, well, it's fine. All right, no one's listening. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, so the doorbell rings. And, uh, Andy is stopping by because his plans for the night fell through, and like, bitch, get out of my house. So- Get off of my screen as. Exactly. One, get off
1: of my screen as, Andy. No one put you on my screen as. Uh, (laughs) but wasn't there some sort of date plan between Prue and fake Andy? And I thought we were gonna get here some sort of, like, oh, that, you don't remember that kind of thing? But that never happens. Right?
0: Yeah, and Okay, so like they're supposed to meet on the...
1: pot thread. Pot
0: thread. Right. So they're supposed to meet it's on the pot. Saturday. You know, for a stewing pot. <laughs> a thread. Anyways, go on. <laughs> oh my god. So they're supposed to meet on Saturday. This is now Friday. Gotcha. So I guess now they resolve the the uh, the plot hole by, like, them just meeting up on the Friday. Casually? crews like... I don't know man. Because I there guess, was like an, you know.
1: there was an instant at the like when he's first at the door and I was like, Oh, is Prue gonna rip into him because they were supposed to have plans tonight and now he's like coming kind of unannounced or like with no follow
0: up? But then it wasn't that, you know? No, 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 no. because it was supposed to happen the next day, but they just never address it. Gotcha. They're gotcha, never gotcha. she's never like, oh, remember that time like I said yes to going on a date with you and he he was you're a fucking demon. right. Like right. that never happened. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, which, yeah, which was weird to me. Um but yeah, this all um, yeah, so
1: this all like some for some reason, Prue, through her interaction with Andy, I don't know, gains the gumption to go tell her dad off, which is what she does. She, like, goes goes to crash dinner and kind of rips into him while the dad then trips a waiter to force the girls to reveal that they have powers. Right. And it's, Um, like, it's a really, it's, it's, the dude is always taking the creepiest path forward, you know?
0: Right. And so he's like, yeah, I know about your powers. Like, you, like, Prue, you can freeze time. Piper, sorry, Piper, you can freeze time. Prue, you can move things with your mind. And Phoebe, you have visions. Uh, And, yeah, it's like, okay. But, like... This is all deflecting from the fact that Prue was trying to grill him for answers about why he didn't support them financially growing up, but, like, is now getting private massages in his five-star hotel room.
1: Very true. Very true. (laughs) Um,
0: There's, like, a random line
1: that Phoebe has where she's, like, all the money is new, uh, which is, like, okay, there's... uh, We're going to need some, like, explaining there, because, like, what have you been doing for the last 20 years? Right. Um... And he also kind of explains in this moment at the restaurant that like the wife kind of confided in some of this witch stuff with him, so he
0: wasn't completely mm-hmm. in the dark. No. And what was the deal with the ring again? So like, I how I did imagine, he come to get that? Oh, No, I imagine that was his wedding band. That's a weird fucking wedding band, man. Yeah, but it's like magical styles. Yeah. It was Egyptian or something. <laughs> it's always Egyptian. Yo, it's mean, um, some good stuff going. Yes. So, in the meantime, the demons are talking about how they can destroy the witches. Right, because we get um, this, um, like, the delivery guy
1: walks in on to the viewer what looks like Piper and Phoebe. And it's like a, one of those what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Then they all morph out of their, you know, morphin in time. Um, because half of their plans, like Cinda and the one guy, the real estate agent, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. their plan was to masquerade as the sisters and Prue would be home, but she's at the dinner. And then the other guy was going to be a delivery guy again or something. I don't remember. Um, and then they decide, like, to do something else. All I really remember from this scene is Cinda turns into some sort of like harpy hell beast
0: that looks like something from Night of the Demons. Oh yeah, she looks scary as hell. Have you seen I...
1: Have you seen Night of the Demons?
0: No, I have not. Okay. But that sounds like a fun time. Jocelyn,
1: Night of the Demons is maybe my fate one of my favorite eighties horror franchises because the original run. There's like four or five of them, and it goes into like the '90s, and it's such an interesting like the all the whole, like the entire movie, all every one of the movies is just some kids have a party. They probably like summon some ghosts or something, and anyone who like has sex or does something bad dies violently. Uh, uh. and um, it's it's an interesting glimpse into, like, the idea of, like, a party across various periods of time.
0: Hmm. That sounds fun. I'll watch it. It's, It's
1: good. And the original's, like, really fun. And even the ones that veer off in quality, because the one made in, like, I don't know, 92 looks like the one that was made in 84 because they had, like, no budget at that point. But it does
0: feature a nun who fights demons. Sick. Pretty sick. I love nuns. Thanks to Whoopi Goldberg's, thanks to Whoopi Goldberg's sister act. Right. Uh, I'm obsessed with nuns.
1: Honestly, that's probably why I think nuns are cool too, when I think about it. <laughs> I, yeah, I watched that movie when I was a really young kid, and I always loved that movie.
0: Yeah, that's like serious Catholic propaganda. Oh, I don't yeah. think anything is done as much for the Catholic Church as Sister Act.
1: Honestly, you're kind of right. Unsung heroes. Right? So. I'm going to bring that up the next time. Actually, I think I'll be in a Catholic church in the next few days. I'll bring that up. Yeah,
0: please talk about that. I'll be like, listen, everybody, <laughs> we got to take a second. And just acknowledge the work that Whoopi Goldberg has done for the exactly. Catholic
1: church. Oh, no, first I'll be like, has everyone here watched Sister Act? And of course, everyone will raise their hands. I'll be like, well, don't you think it was a revelatory movie? And I'll, you know, tie it. Whoopi's work is God's name.
0: Oh, God is here.
1: Exactly. It's like she, she she's said one. She says that in a movie about Jamaica. Duh. <laughs> Case closed. closed. Does not need to be reopened ever.
0: No, I don't want to reopen it. I'm good exactly. with that. Oh, dude, it's it's great. Yeah. C- concluded. Um, so Basically, the demons are talking about how they've tried every solution, shapeshifting into everyone except for Victor. Right, right, right. right. Victor's a new one. Right, and Victor, like, he ha- he's talking to them at some point, right? So, yeah.
1: So, after they get home from dinner, the shapeshifters shape, no, morph. They're morphers. morph phenomenal. The morphers morph into crows and then crow out of the house <laughs> real quick. To which Prue was like, oh, a window was open. It's like, yeah, sure, that's how all the crows came in. Anyways, um... (laughs) Then they have this really tense exchange with their father, and they get more into it at their house, because the dad is, uh, he kind of comes clean. He says, listen, I did come here with some intentions. You're not wrong. You should get rid of the Book of Shadows. Like, you don't need it. It's only gonna, like, put you in danger. And Prue... Is all like, listen, honey, you don't get to come in here after two motherfucking decades telling me how to live my witch life and <sighs> kindly fuck off. She then takes witch, it, please. she then takes it like to a violent level and like flings him against the wall with her eyeballs.
0: Oh yeah, that was unnecessary. Was she a, didn't need to do that at all. She didn't need to do that at all, but it was kind of a flex. Right. Kind of a flex. Uh yeah. So yeah, he yeah, he fought for them to be protected from being witches and the dangers that would bring, therefore, Book of Shadows, not great. Yeah, but it's um, like I mean, he's
1: taking a very paternalistic approach, like I know best because I'm your father, which is like what maybe
0: he would have more of a point if he was their father. You know what I mean? Right. He was an absentee deadbeat yeah, father. Yeah. Um, so the demons basically or the morphers come to his hotel room. At some point the next day, I guess. I don't know the timeline here. And ask him where he's been. So they know of him. Right. Uh, They've been knowing of him.
1: Yeah, and he also makes it seem
0: like he knew of them. There's like a little
1: bit of like a no, 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 because he turns it around on them. He's like, oh, no, you're not going to kill me and take over my form. You need me because I can manipulate them, dad styles.
0: Right. Also, what is a dad's job? I don't know, business. Business. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he um tells the demons that the girls don't really trust him anymore, so it's not probably not the best idea to shapeshift into him. Um, except that the only daughter who will listen to him is Phoebe. Right. Um, at this point Phoebe tells Piper and Prue about the premonition of her dad steal their dad stealing the Book of Shadows. Um, to which Prue is like see I fucking told you that he's no good um right um and then we get a confrontation between
1: Phoebe and real Victor because so real Victor again com- like convinces the morphers more phenomenal that he yeah. should go talk to Phoebe because he'll push the right buttons and get them to get her to get him in the house or something I don't know and he yeah. kind of does that, but tries to warn Phoebe in like a really weird way, but then eventually, you know, activates a premonition. But it's it's the same premonition, but she seems she sees the longer cut. So she sees uh Victor morph into a um, neighbor guy. So she knows who the real bad guys are.
0: Right. Um at this point, um, she runs upstairs to get the Book of Shadows in order to banish all these Bitches. Right, and then everyone just starts and... walking
1: into their house, like it ain't no thing. Right. <laughs> Cinda comes in with like a batch of cookies, the other guy's <laughs> like, oh, I was just
0: walking by, and the other one is like, oh, I had
1: to ask you a favor.
0: Yeah, these demons don't really understand like human etiquette it's and how fucking of weird. And
1: so, oh, hello. Drew and Piper are kind of left entertaining them, not really knowing what's
0: going on as Phoebe goes to like find a spell in the Book of Shadows. Right. Um, She finds that spell. They are banished. And, like, at at the same time that she's banishing them, because the three of them are there, and then there are, like, two victors, like the real victor and the real victor. And, like, he's like, it's okay, just do it. But, like, why would it affect him at all? I guess because... If he's not a... (laughs) I I, I think... His shape has...
1: Yeah, he's not a morpher. He's not a demon. Uh, I think the idea was, like, the spell is just for, like, hashtag sisters. Like, if you're not one of the sisters, you're gonna get banished out of this house right now. Uh, mm. Which is... True. I don't know. I don't know. It was a little bit weird, um, but what's-his-face Victor is safeguarded because Prue eyeball moves the, his protection wedding band onto his uh, fingers. His fingies. <laughs> uh, and that protects him. And I really... This is where the actor who played Victor... I was like, dude, they couldn't have found anyone better to do this because his quote unquote acting as he's like getting banished and like supposed to be in pain, It maybe it was the special effects, maybe it was Maybelline, maybe it was him. It was just, it was not very good on my screen, as.
0: No, not very good at all. Um, although I didn't really pay attention, I'm just trying to fit in, <laughs> like, oh, criticizing <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Victor ends up being totally fine, yeah, and yeah, the girls yeah. seem okay with him, and at some point in the future, they have plans with their dad, but he bails because right. he is a waste man.
1: Exactly. He bails again as they're all getting ready to go to this dinner, and then in true, like, I don't know, this is a fucked up little ploy over here, because he writes them a letter, not a letter, it's a, it's a card at best, uh, a greeting well, more of a departing, to say that, oh, hey, I can't make it, but here's a video of, like, the one Christmas we all had together that I guess I've kept and I care about, but I don't know. That's a fucked-up game to play, you know? To, like... Uh, Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not gonna be here, but here's this video to make you... (laughs) develop further this idea of who I am which I'll probably never live up to and I never will because I'm really not around
0: uh yeah but you'll still keep wanting it right he should just like I don't know if he ended up actually being evil I think it would have been better for them
1: I will say though my general impression of uh Victor is overall positive so I think once they switch the actor and like, maybe just make it less creepy. It ends up ends up being a lot better. Yeah, I
0: think so. Um, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, so yeah, they're watching this fucking video and crying because it is devastating, devastating. to them that he's their abandoning mother, them yet again. Yeah,
1: their dead mother is on screen as their father <laughs> who has just abandoned them again. Who is also in there with we're like with mutton chops, so you know it's like the seventies maybe.
0: Uh, right. Yeah. 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 It's not good. So yeah. So, um, the Charmed Sphere is developing. We're yeah. on episode three now. Episode we three. have probably like what nine hundred more episodes Basically,
1: to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at least like nine thousand more minutes like to watch because
0: they're all hour long episodes. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So. Our social media is still in shambles.
1: Yeah. But, I
0: mean, I feel like there are some good, charmed memes that could be made here. Dude. I feel like this is a very memeable show. It's a very memeable show. You're right. I sh- We should make, like, a, an effort to, like, maybe, like, remember some good screen grabs.
1: But there are probably a lot out there already. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. We have to memeify this bit. You gotta meme it up. Because... Yeah, gotta meet a, meme you it I mean? up, and I think that'll, yeah. We just need a good social media presence, and I think this will help um, me befying a show from 30 years ago, right. anyway. I
1: think logging into <laughs> our social media accounts would help <laughs>
0: most. Yeah, but I need a strong reason oh, to. Oh, of, of
1: course, of course, of course, of course.
0: Yeah, and like a dank meme stank. would be that motivation. Yeah, yeah it's so dank, bro. Sl- slap, um, slap some stank on it. So yeah, like I said, you can't go on our social media, but you can go on our website, gemgirls.com. What else can they do, Michael? They can
1: also use the power of their opinion, which honestly, you don't get a lot of <laughs> you don't get a lot of power in this world. A lot of your choices, I'm going to say it, don't oh really God. matter. But here's a choice that you can make that does matter. You can give this podcast 5 stars and a positive review. And what that what what will that do? What won't it do? Let it do what it do for you, and um yeah. On that note, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, go for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what I mean to say is, until next time,
0: stay, stay outrageous. outrageous. Bye. 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 It's not the "stay outrageous" part that I forget. It's the "until next time." Oh.